Austin Meadows on the trade block? Ulysses, what is happening? Oh, no. Say it ain't so. Crazy times. Crazy times. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And we're looking, we're searching for mailbag questions LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Uh, Ulysses, do we have a subscriber count on YouTube? Have we passed the 200 threshold, or are you unsure? By by your wordage, I have to say no. You said past the 200, so I'm not going okay. to congratulate ourselves yet because the first number of those three digits changed. I want that third one to change, and then we can do a whole post ah. thanking you all. But by the way, we thank you all for doing that. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, let's. I'd like to get to you know Tony Gwynn career batting average subscriber numbers at some point. That would be nice if we could get to that before uh, the end of the season. Before the end, if there is a season, I want to get to Barry Bonds OPS in two thousand one. That'll take a while. Okay, that'll Fair. take a all little right. bit. I think maybe start with his uh, on base percentage and go from fine. Uh, yeah, we alluded to it. Austin Meadows, perhaps on the trade block. I'm curious about this. Uh, this report came from your buddy, your boy, Mark Topkin, over the weekend. Although, I don't know if it's a report or if it's more of just throwing crap against the wall and seeing, ah, well, he's arbitration eligible and the Rays have a lot of outfielders that they need to give playing time to. And he's kind of morphing into a face only righties type of guy ah, he could go anybody could go except for Wander Franco at the end of the day pretty much everybody could go Ke- Kevin you've been a, a journalist and and you've worked in in a newspaper before yeah and uh there are times when content's a little dry isn't mm-hmm. it and then you have to kind of just you have to foam top 10 favorite moments yeah. of blank you know there and so i think that was an easy one for a beat writer to do is to okay yeah. who can be on the move now is it completely out of whack to think that austin meadows could go no i don't think so i see it in the realm of possibilities having said that i i think it's premature to give up on a guy who you know for the most part, is a 2.5 war guy, 2.53 war guy. Right. Uh, all-star, 30 homer power, led the team in RBI last year. In 2019, almost broke 100. I think he had 88. It's it's tough for me being a Rays fan for such a long time to get rid of a guy who does things that not a lot of other Rays players slash Devil Rays players have actually done. Right. He's legit a 30 home run, 100 RBI guy. Not only that, but it's not like he's doing that and giving you a 35% strikeout rate. His strikeout rate was tremendous, all things considered. 20%, you get that type of offensive production 
with a 20% strikeout rate. And look, it's so funny because this, this story or this, I wouldn't even call it a story, but this rumor mongering is sort of taking a life of its own because Topkin puts that out there and baseball websites are hurting for content. So yeah. CBS picks it up. MLB trade rumors, of course, right. picks it up. NBC sports picks it up. Every blog in their mother picks it up. You know, uh, Atlanta Braves blog, would, would Austin Meadows be a fit? San yeah. Diego Padres blog, would, would Austin Meadows be a fit? Boston Red Sox blog, you know, the, the list goes on and on. So it is funny how, you know, Topkin just with like a little sentence of, you know, no. Did That's he the even... power you have though yes. with social media and, and Twitter and you're following, right? You just put something out there and then just, it just becomes kind of like a, an avalanche. And here we are talking about it. Part we of are, that, that, that avalanche. We are talking about it for sure. Um, I here there, there's a lot to get in with this, but I find it, and I'm gonna keep going back. I'm not hammering on G-Man Choi and what he does and what he brings to the team, but I find it hard to believe. I find it hard to believe that if the Rays are paying him, they're going to be paying him how much this season? Two point four five mil, give or take. I I think it's more than that this year. More than that, like two point eight. You know, Close to three mil. I think it's more than that. Okay. If they're paying, if they're okay with paying G-Man Choi that amount of money, how can you come back and say, yeah, well, we're not comfortable paying Austin Meadows three and a half million or four million in arbitration? Yeah. Uh, it's it's tough. It's, it's now, tough. Uh, yeah, I will 3.2 mil, by the way. 3. For G-Man Choi, G holy crap. I never would have. Oh, okay. I, I don't want to get into a G-Man Choi thing. I know what he yeah. provides with the, the clubhouse and, and the culture, and he, he's a lively guy and, and plays good defense. He, solid player. Look, in the open market, he would get... But again, but I understand what you're saying, though, but let's talk position-wise. The the Rays in the, in the outfield, they have so much depth right now. I, I, it, Josh Lowe has to play. Yeah, There is not another league that he can go to. That's it. Get him a spot. But who's to say that Josh Lowe will be as good or any better than Austin Meadows? Defensively, sure, but I mean, offensively, he was just a 27 uh, stolen base out of 27 uh, attempts and 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 I think 22 home runs. I mean, yes, it's AAA. AAA. It, it depends what you're looking for. Yeah, but so you need – I and again, you've got the Kevin Kiermaier $12 million question. You, you've got Vidal Brujan, who apparently did very well in center field. You, you've got Randy Rosarena. You have Manny Margot. You have Brett Phillips. The list is on and on. Yeah. So having, I know what you're saying with G-Man Choi, but who is the competition for G-Man Choi? No one, really, from yeah. the left-hand side. Should have been Nate Lowe, but yeah, you know, we'll we'll see if the uh, that trade bears its fruit for the Rays in a couple years. So that's the thing with Austin Meadows is this one makes a little bit more sense because of the uh, of the depth that they have in the outfield, especially if you want to trade him for yeah. somebody that is on the other side of the platoon, a righty who can then be slotted in with G-Man Choi at first base. Yeah. Well, we've got so much more to talk about on this issue. But first, Ulysses, we have to tell the listenership out there about something called Built Bar. Well, you know what about Built Bar is that they're covered in 100% real chocolate. They're low-calorie, high-protein. You can replace your candy bars with Built Bars. You know why, Kevin? Because they're just better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Well, not 
Built Bar. Most Built Bars actually contain 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. When you compare that to a candy bar, it's pretty much a 5-war player to a uh, 0.3-war player. So you got to go to Built.com. You go to Built.com, you scroll down, and then you're going to hit that promo code. That promo code LOCKED15 is going to get you 15% off your order. So what you got to do today is go to built.com. You do that promo code locks 15 and you get yourself 15% of your order at built.com. Very good. Um, you mentioned a couple names there, Kevin Kiermeyer, Manny Margot. I would say definitely Kevin Kiermeyer would have to be more likely of a trade candidate than Austin Meadows, right? I mean, it's, it's sort of what, you're looking for if you're the Rays, they've become a three true outcome team that also, you know, the very good defensive component as well. And I think, look, we we talked about Austin Meadows and his offensive numbers, you know, potentially, not just potentially, but he's shown that he can be a legit 25, 30, maybe 35 homer guy with the 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 clutch factor, the ability to, to drive in runs when a run is needed. Um, but I, you look at the salary of KK, you look at the fact that you combine Brett Phillips and Manny Margot, you can kind of create a little bit of a KK for much cheaper there. And you still want to maintain a premier middle of the order bat with Austin Meadows. I don't know why you would want to take out a guy like that out of the lineup. And I know he's struggled against lefties and that's becoming a thing, but again, 70% 70% of pitchers are, I mean, how many pitchers are going to be right-handed versus left-handed? Well, and also, like, let's be honest, it's not like the, the lefty against lefty thing. It's like an aberration. Like, most of the yeah. lefties do this. And and it's, in 2019, his numbers were way better against lefties than they were in 2021. So, right. is 2021 his low point against lefties? That's, all, that's also something to, you know, point out. When you talk about Kevin Kiermaier, though, it's 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 tough on the trade value aspect yeah. because you know that with those twelve million dollars, first of all, I don't know if a lot of teams consider what Kevin Kiermaier does as important as the Rays do. Right. So then that already you know dilutes the twenty nine teams to what ten teams, you know, significantly at least. Yeah. And then after that, what are you going to get in return? So if you just give Ke- Kevin Kiermaier, what's coming back? It's not yeah. it's not a stud righty a platoon bat for G Man Choi to cover first base. It's definitely not that. But then the other option is okay, well, fine, pair up Kevin Kirmar with somebody of value, like a David Albrujan yeah. or whatever. But then you're like, well, why are we why are we doing that? You know, it just yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense right now. I think you have to give Kevin Kirmar that leash of 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 trade deadline value. If he's amazing, boom, You every team is going to want him, and that's great. If he's not, you trade him anyway in the trade deadline unceremoniously, and it's okay. You cut your losses, yeah. and you don't have to buy, uh, you know, pay the buyout in next year. But the issue that I've heard, at least the argument that's brought up, is if the Rays are going to trade KK, wouldn't they do it before the season, before they get into a groove during the season, and then you're losing that veteran presence and all that he provides with that vocal leader and everything yeah yeah tell that to willie adamas yeah but was willie adamas i i I, it's hard to argue 
here and there, but I, right. I get your point. You know, it, um, it happens, you know. I, I could see – I just think it's more likely. Like, we put the poll up on Twitter, and, and I'm sure we'll get to that in a little bit. But I would think it more likely the Rays would trade Kevin Kiermeyer and or Manny Margot before they trade Austin Meadows as of today, that, as of right now. That would be my preference. Okay. That would be my preference. Is that your? Uh, it's your preference, but is that how you see it? Or do you see it – where the Rays are shopping around Austin Meadows thinking that, you know, it's, it's not just about we're trying to trade him. They're also trying to get better, get better and be creative. Cause just because you trade Austin Meadows, does, I mean, you can, it doesn't just have to be a ship Austin Meadows off for prospects. Maybe you're, maybe it's a true baseball deal where you're, that would be nice you a major league for a major a league. Yes. yes exactly. Or a mix of back and forth. And, 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 you know, I know it's like, Oh, $12 million, but, if you're just getting rid of Austin Meadows, it's then the difference is nine. Right. 12 and three, right? So is $9 million that much for Stu to not? I I, I, I feel like I've, it, it's not but backbreaking. I, I know, honestly, I don't even know if it's about the money at this point because they've the, the Rays have just all but shocked me, quite frankly, this offseason with signing Brooks Raley and yeah. signing Corey Kluber and, Wander of course, Franco. the Wander Franco extension uh, and all that's tied into that. So, But I just think it's about you've got you've got light-hitting outfield, really good defensive light-hitting outfielders. You have three of those, yeah. maybe four of those if you include Vidal Brujan. I'd like to also have a power guy in the mix. Yeah. I, again, I, 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 I oppose... Because just my, trading Meadows for just trading him, like because it's yeah. three point five million dollars. Like, See, that's no. why I would say I would rather just I understand trade Kevin Kiermeyer and don't really get anything back. Use that money elsewhere to get a pitcher or or maybe right handed bat. Right handed bat. That's kind of my point. I don't think we're we're not under the impression that you know the the Rays are going to get a windfall by trading Kevin Kiermeyer unless they packaged him up with a prospector, which, which would they, be the worst thing. I think we we agree, right? I don't know if it's the worst thing. I think it would have to depend on the pro. Look, the Rays have what the number two, number one farm system in baseball. They got a lot of like they can't give everybody an opportunity. They got to maybe they package KK and a couple guys may maybe or maybe not on the forty man uh, for whatever they're, they're looking for. I, I just feel like out of all these possibilities, the worst possibility is diluting a really good prospect by attaching Kevin Kiermeyer's salary to it. I, 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 I would rather do two really good prospects like a Nelson Cruz type deal. I would rather that than put a very shiny object in front of KK because the prospect that's coming back is yeah. not going to be uh, as, as profitable. And again, but again, the, want, the, the Rays were at, at one point, I mean, they were seemingly heavily considering packaging KK and Tyler Glass now for something. I think the Rays, when you talk about their front office, they're not, they don't stop picking up the phone. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if somebody's calling them, you know, lockout, whatever, about Austin Meadows, they're going to pick up the phone. And then if that, it, at the end of that that phone call, the prospects that are coming back, or the players, hopefully yeah. a major leaguer for Austin Meadows is coming back that can fill a need, is better than than a Kevin Kiermaier plus shiny prospect right. from the farm to get something back. They're going to listen to that, and honestly, I think that's where the value is. That that's why this is a problem because Austin Meadows could really get you something yeah. really nice, especially when you add the fact that if Universal DH is coming. To a theater National next League. to you, yeah, a theater next to you. Uh, Austin Meadows could be the DH for the Cubbies. 
you know, it, he, or the Braves. I mean, you look the, at the Braves, the Braves. He's from Georgia. There you go. So he matches up, I think, way nicer, yeah. not only in trade value, but now with this whole DH situation. That's it. That's that's a nice piece to have. Could you uh, trade him back to the Pirates for a let's let's get O'Neill Cruz, yeah. Key Brian Hayes, and Ooh. Henry Davis. We'll take those three, and you can have Austin Meadows. There you go. They they need to say hi to their, their boy Shane Boz. Uh, yeah. And uh, who else? Who was who else was in that deal? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. TG baby. Yeah. He's okay, I guess. TJ's well, he doing some healthy. TJ, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I understand this this rumor mill. Obviously, it's February. I like it. I mean, we have something Pitches, to talk about now. Yeah. We have something to talk about. That's uh, actual baseball talk. It's yes. not, you know, lockout talk, which, again, we're going to have to talk yeah. about it because it's the thing. But I would rather, way rather talk about roster construction, about trades, possibility and trades. So who do you want to target uh, you know, yeah. then, then all that lawyer stuff, because that's so not fun. This is fun. Yeah. I want to like, what could you get? And uh, you know, you got to have, have you, have you put Austin Meadows in the little trade machine uh, website that you use? I haven't yet. Actually, you got to play around with that and get we'll back to me that. on the next episode. I will. I, I do have to say though, if, if you had some, you know, green Skittles around yeah. to say, yes, he's going, no, he's staying. Mm hmm what would you do in that scenario? Where would you go? Uh, I would take them to bet online. Ah, that's the only place I would take them to. Uh, and that's because football might be over for this season, but basketball is still in full steam for both college and pro hoops from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Yeah, you can bet on that. You can bet on fired coaches. <laughs> you can bet on, you know, oh, yeah. when's the, the this player going to defecate next? Like everything, <laughs> I guess. Uh, bet online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And yeah, we talked about basketball a little bit, but it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is also your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, as well as Olympic coverage. So head over to that website now and take advantage. Bet online. It is where the game starts. Uh, Ulysses, we, we talked about this a couple months ago. My original thought, and I, I guess it came up during the course of the season, was we know that I think it's maybe even putting it nicely to say that Austin Meadows is an average defender. I would lean towards below average and i think, I think as, he's right on the line right on the yeah, line yeah as he gets older right i usually decreases yeah i don't know if for it's, everybody right and as you get less playing time if, if the rays have basically they're sort of in a way pigeonholing him to dh how, how are you gonna get better if you don't play uh-huh outfield consistently and, and regularly so we, that makes it tough we talked about it with logan driscoll if you haven't seen that interview, that, that that's on, on our YouTube channel. Please make sure to like and subscribe. Um, he talked about that, you know, yeah. being behind the dish for four days, and then the fifth day he goes in the corner outfield. He's like, okay, it, the it's, the reads are tricky. Yeah, the um, oh, the the muscle memory, yeah, if you will, and and how the ball plays and, and just the movement patterns and everything. Reps, practice, practice yeah. makes perfect. And yeah. It's tough to do that if okay, you can shack fly balls pregame all you want but until you get into that game action and you're trying to field a a hit by Giancarlo Stanton at 119 miles an hour right. good luck to you so yeah. but my thought was okay the defense fault terrain are not great in the outfield 
We've seen the Rays put pitchers. We've seen the Rays put Nelson Cruz at first base for a spot here and there. Mm -hmm. Why not just try to convert Austin Meadows to a first baseman? And that was my original theory and idea. But again, I, I waver back and forth on that because one, I don't think Austin Meadows has ever played infield in his life. Two, I think in pro baseball and really any type of baseball or softball, you can get away with putting somebody at first base for a couple innings, maybe a game, but game in game out over the course of a full season, Mm -hmm. your Mm -hmm. weaknesses will be exposed. Like how many, it it would be tough. I'd like to see the airs. I'd like to see how hard ground ball is way. Is he, is he scooping that or is he, uh, uh-huh. God, who was the uh, the Red Sox Buckner? Like, yeah, I could see a lot of Buckner situations with Austin Meadows. And Buckner was a good player. You yeah. know, uh, yeah. it, it, it's it's it, it would it would be tough to make that transition. I don't. Th- I think you're right. I don't think he's ever played at least not in co- uh, high school or you know. With the no, league. yeah. I mean, when, with the Pirates, he was a center fielder. And there, then you know, you see that on the opposite side. You see that shortstops go go to the outfield. You see a, a BJ Upton not cracking it to be a shortstop. Okay, you got yeah. the legs, though. Go to center field. But I don't think you can make that transition from center field to left field to the Unless you've to done first it before, base. yeah. Unless yeah, you've done it before. That's so. tough. But, you know, I, I think I still am intrigued by, by your um, – theory of course you know my theory is brandon lau instead of, yeah. of of austin meadows or you just move brandon lau to the outfield and put vidal brujan at second if the rays were going to trade Oof. austin meadows i really do not want i i i would rather stick brandon lau forever in dh rather than seeing him in the outfield like that was that was not good uh that was not good again i think it probably goes back to Wolf. you're not giving him a lot of reps there so you give them three games a year in the outfield. But if you, if that was okay, you're, you're a left fielder now, bud, then he would get better at it. So I, I, yeah, I, I, I I think going long-term not to get into a Brandon Lau conversation, not to get into a Brandon Lau conversation, but I would think my initial thought, at least as of right now, is that the Rays keep him at second and Vidal Brujan is going to play that utility role. Yeah. There's no, look, we get prospect happy. We become prospect huggers. Vidal Brujan, at the end of the day, he very well just could be a role player. Oh, like, it, there's it, no guarantee that he's going to be a, a starting. I, Brandon Lyle's an all-star. Like, in, he, MVP, down-ballot, vote-getter. It sucks in the playoffs, but, you know. In 23 minutes, we have said Josh Lowe needs a spot. We've said Vidal Brujan needs a spot. Oh, wait, have we forgotten the best glove that we might have in that 26-man roster if he cracks it in spring training? Taylor freaking Walls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to make some room. You need places or, or you need or to you trade. trade those guys That's or you it. trade the guys that are currently on the roster. you can't just just keep them like you have to play yeah. them or you have to trade them yeah so, so those three guys ooh. oh my gosh I, future episode idea i have a future question episode. no i have a question oh. right now for you okay what is that out of those three guys uh-huh. who will have the most games played with a raise uni in 2022. And Out I think this could Bruhan, also be a, uh, uh, Oh, this is definitely a poll. An episode of poll. Yeah, poll slash episode, people. Who gets more playing time? Yes, how many games... Who who plays more games playing with a raise uni in 2022? This is going to be a Twitter poll, people. Don't you worry. This is going to be a future episode, so send in your comments as well. Okay, uh, so again, I want to be very clear on this. This is the 
number of games played. This isn't total number of at-bats, total number of innings played. Correct. It's just number of games played. Correct. Number of games played between Bruhan, Walls, and Lowe, who has the most in 22, wearing a Rays uniform. I lean towards Taylor Walls because he's more experienced and he's already had that action as of right now. And, man, that I very well could see him being used quite often as a late-game defensive replacement or a spot start for – you know, manage rest for somebody at third, manage rest for somebody at short, manage rest for somebody well, at second. Honestly, who's manning third when there's uh, a righty pitching? It ain't Yandy. It's yeah. got to be Taylor Walls because Joey Wendell's not there, people. So I'm. Oh, wait, he's not? Oh, yeah, he was traded to the Marlins. <laughs> we forget about that. And so, the Rays got a pretty decent prospect, from what I recall, in that Meisner, deal. yeah, Cameron Meisner, so, who could be a Josh Lowe if he, you know, gets the yeah. strikeout numbers to, 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 go, to go down a little bit. So how, how funny, okay, we're getting to the point with prospects where we're comparing prospects to other prospects that have yet to make it to the majors. <laughs> that's that's a, that's locked on Rays, baby. Like, that's, Josh Lowe could very well, like, not, again, we get, oh my gosh, yes, it's I know. such a, like, he know. Can, at the end of the day, we look back 15, 20 years from now and say, Josh Lowe accumulated six war in his career. This is why it's very tough for me to get in There's prospect heavy. Like, there are people, Kevin, and you know who I'm talking about, that just <laughs> could name every prospect in every farm system. And first of all, who has yeah. the time? Uh, I, I, really, I really want uh, – Florida uh, Florida Complex League updates on a Tuesday. Yeah, I need an inning by that, inning play like, by play. We uh, how just it does guys prospect hugging is something serious that we need to talk yeah. about. It's an epidemic, quite it's frankly. It's really an epidemic. It's a pandemic. Let's stop it. Let's yeah. stop it. You know, let's keep it to just your 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 top twenty, your top thirty. One of my uh, favorite terms, problematic. That is what it's becoming. Is the prospect problematic? Uh, Look, I think it's a great story when a guy like Josh Fleming makes it to the show, and and he was not even on the top thirty. Like that's fantastic, and 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 they get success like that. And Mike Brasso and all that, but you have to wait until they make it like, yeah. cause get established again. There's a lot of guys get opportunities, but do they have staying now? That's kind of what this lockout's about is getting, okay. I've got a year, maybe a year and a half. And then I'm kicked out of the league. So I got to make my shekels. Make my now. money. Oh man. Where were we talking about Austin Meadows? Oh yes. my gosh. Once upon a time. So is Austin Meadows on the opening day roster? Yes, I mean it would it, it would have to be an abs- I th- I think it would need to be an absurd trade proposal so by X team exactly by, by the Pirates or the Rockies I don't know yeah. although the Rockies I don't, know don't even the, have do the Rockies enough. have enough yeah prospect the, no. the Pirates for as much crap as we give them I mean it took them long enough to accumulate prospects and again if we're gonna get into the whole just by what the people that watch these players. Day in and day out, they say that the prospects or the, the the pirates have a really good farm system. Okay, so then call the if the pirates call and they're like, "Hey, we want our boy Meadows back. We're willing to pay him three point five this year. You 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 can't do that because you're in Tropicana Field." Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, and it would have to be such a crazy offer. Like honestly, I, and so that's what makes me think, no. Yeah, he's gonna be in in, in the roster, and, and I still quite think, frankly. I mean, Meadows had a really good season this past year, yes, he but did. you might be 
selling low on him coming off of the 2020 season. Like he, right. Austin Meadows, I think, okay, now I know what it's like to play a full season again. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, I'm really into my body because I know he had a really hot stretch there for a period and then cooled off towards the second half. So maybe it was an endurance thing. Again, how many... He had the COVID. He had, uh, Uh, I think, an oblique issue in September. Yeah, you know, he. So you're not playing a lot of games, and then 2021, it's like, hey, you got to play 162 or close to 162. So I feel like maybe he ran out of steam a little bit and was still trying to find himself and still put up really, really good numbers. And now this could really be a a replication of 2019. It's not a make it or break it season for Austin Meadows, but I. But it's on the lines of like, okay, yeah, who are you as a who are you as a baseball player? Yeah. And he's actually, you know, if you look in the the numbers a little bit, not to make this an Austin Meadows player review by any means. I know we're getting long here in the tooth on this episode, but uh, he increased his, well, I guess really plate discipline on the whole improved in the sense that pitches in the zone, he's swinging at those pitches. Like yeah. he's, he's being more aggressive with that stuff. Now, lowest strikeout rate. Yeah. The 20% career. that again, the, the way I look at it, and I don't know if this is how the scouts and the front office people do, but I equate, okay, if you're a 30 home run hitter, I'll allow you to have a 30% strikeout rate. If you're a 35 home run hitter, I'll allow you to have a 35%, but 27, 30 home runs. And your, your strikeout rate that like that's, that's, I would, I, in this day and age, in, in this, this economy, this baseball economy, get out of here. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, We've seen guys strike out a lot more and give you a lot less power and a lot yep. less uh, run production. I'll just say that. Um, so we put a poll up. Just going to get to this real quickly before we sign off. Um, which player would you least like to see the Rays trade this season? And three of the outfielders that have been uh, discussed or most discussed for the Rays as far as trade possibilities. Kevin Kiermeyer, of course, Austin Meadows, and Minnie Margot. Uh about 52% said they would least like to see the Rays trade Austin Meadows. After that, Kevin Kiermeyer at 32% and Manny Margo at about 16%. No that... love for Manny. Yeah, I don't. I, I... KK obviously is going to. Fan favorite, baby. That's true. No and green eyes. It's nice to see. The, the Rays in their history have not had many 30 home run. 100 RBI types. Neither have they had a guy wearing a raised uniform for almost 10 years. Yes, that is a good point. Um, so we'll see how this uh, develops. Again, I, I go back to it. I think it's just, look, ingenious on top again, just to throw crap against the wall. Did he even use, like, according to uh, you know people in the front office? Or he, I'd have to read the wording again. Yeah. Again, I mean, he he knows. He's covered the team his, since since the inception. It's just... There was no, I don't know. I feel like it was just kind of throwing something out there and seeing if it stuck. I don't know. Maybe he got a text, man. He was like, hey, you need need more scoops? He got a text. He saw a podcast. He's like, I don't get scoops. How dare they? He's trying to get, like, he's he's trying to will himself to a scoop. There you go. You create the scoop. Hey. Fake news. Hey, you never know. Oh, my gosh. On that note. Yeah. Wow, very good stuff. So uh, I, I'm hoping Austin Meadows sticks around another day.
too, guys. Me too. That would be nice. All right. Uh, thank you for making the Locked On Rays podcast your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked On Best podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you have. Uh, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you again later on this week.